Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. It is a new year. Hey, Georgie George. It is a new year. Happy new year. We're like 22 days into it. 22 days. It is January. 22 days. Yep. January 22nd, 2024. This month, I mean, this today's date is January 22nd, like Georgie George said. Uh, it, but the verse of the day is Matthew 16, 24. It says, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Mm. Yep. So how have you been, man? How are things going? It's been That's like from, a month. Is that? That's the U version one for today? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I can show you. Boom. Yeah. Really? So the one that I've got for today is he said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Matthew 9, 37 and 38. Oh. That's interesting. Because it's still you version. And it says daily refresh. Yeah, this one says the same thing. Matthew 16, 24. What do you have it in? I have an ESV, so maybe it's different. It's usually not. I mean, because I'll, I'll look at it at all the different versions, but I have it in the the New Living Translation. Maybe it's because I had the app before you. Like, it's so much better. I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> so how I've had you... this app since before you were born. <laughs> Phones didn't exist then, George, so stop it. So um, right. they're just rotaries. <laughs> So how's life? Um, How are things? Give us an update since November. Oh, yeah. I just listened to our podcast that we did in November, and that was like the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And let's see. I think. Was I working local then? Mm-hmm. No. No. No, yeah. Yeah. I Well, I started working local by then i think so i've been in into that for a few months which is i work today i picked up an extra shift today so i was like i'm i don't know i'm not i don't feel tired but i've been up since like 4 a.m so made sense so there's that you know it's been a lot of working i don't know it's been good you know, I've been talking to my oldest a lot more w- good conversations, good conversations about the Lord. And um, so that's been cool because it's just um, seems like <laughs> <laughs> the Lord, I, it, the Lord's just working on his heart and. Just um, just for reference, so people are like, why are they laughing about talking about his son? We're not. I was fixing my eyebrow, and George saw me do this whole routine of 
trying to fix it, and it's still there. You go, got it. And I'm looking at my eyebrow. I'm like, can you see the wand? Like my eyebrows are so like thin, but sometimes I get like a wild, crazy hair, and I have to trim it off. And so I'm like, is that? Does he? Can he see the wild hair that I? <laughs> You're like, did it grow, did it grow back? That's what I was like. <laughs> Why is he doing that? Is that because of me or is that because of him? He's all <laughs> self-conscious about it. He's like, no, both fixing mine. Messing with our faces obsessively. They're, they're like, why is there such a quiet pause in this podcast? It's because we're fixing our eyebrows, people. <laughs> I'm just too easily distracted. And what were you eating earlier? <laughs> um, That's what we need to Oh, It's Panera Ooh, Bread. Panera. I'm eating... Uh, Broccoli and cheddar cheese. Oh, their broccoli cheddar is good. I like their broccoli Especially cheddar. when you don't pay for it. It's great. Um, I work there, people. I had sometimes. that. So, uh, what? Oh, so, yeah, I was, I don't know. Uh, I was. I got to that, see your wife. I got to see your wife and your oh, daughter. Oh, yeah, she came. Your, your oldest daughter. So, that was cool. She they, brought me a, a, a shirt that my wife had made. By Compass Rose. Yep. CompassRose.com. Yep. CompassRose.com. Yeah. Yeah. So. We have our first big embroidery order uh, that I just got like yesterday. So. Very cool. No, we're starting to roll with that. Oh, and speaking of that, we should open up and we did our, we did our verse of the day. Are two different verses of the day. <laughs> so, I don't know how that happened. That's cool though. Maybe I, yeah. I don't know. I like I thought it was you know, I thought it was like universal, like everybody gets the verse of the day, but maybe maybe it's regional. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, it's Lacey. Hi Lacey. She can't hear me. She said hi. Bye. Love you. Why are you wearing two different socks? Weird. All right, go to bed. Um, it's so bad for socks nowadays. Yeah. At least she's got socks on. You know how, gr- I don't know, you might be one of those weird people, but I think it's real gross to wear tennis shoes with no socks. I, no, I have to wear, I, uh, I don't have to. I, I have prefer to. to wear wear socks with my tennis shoes. Like if I run out um, in the snow or something and just kind of stick my feet in my shoe, that's fine with no socks for a second. But wearing them all day with no? Yeah, I don't wear them all day. If I'm just running out for a little bit, I will if I'm I'm wearing my Vans. Yeah. If I'm wearing my Vans, I'll, I'll wear those with. Those are kind of made no, uh, to be without socks. Like if they're slip-on yeah. ones. Yeah. You, even the tight air, ones somewhat on are. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So um you're gonna pray. Go ahead. Let's yeah, yep. Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this podcast that Jacob and I can connect. I thank you, Lord, for our families. Um I pray your blessings over each of our families and every listener to this podcast that you would touch them right where they're at, Lord. Let our words be be um Comfort where they need to be comfort, bring joy where they need to bring joy, bring conviction where they need to be 
bring conviction and that we would uh, speak your word in truth and love, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So a little bit of something, I don't know what you were thinking and talking about. We didn't, we didn't discuss what we were going to talk about. We talked about a bunch of random stuff earlier that, uh, kind of, kind of a glimpse of like our past and like, Hey, this is where we were. These are things we, we spoke about our shared trauma. Yeah. (laughs) So, so this kind of goes down to the path of resilience um, and I was talking to George about like, we had an ice storm here in Alabama that put everything out for like a week, but it really brought me back to, um, COVID days. And I was like, uh, I do not like that. And we're talking about the book resilience by, uh, you know, his name, John, Aldridge. John Aldridge. And, uh, so I was like, just talking about it. Like, man, it, it I didn't like it. Like. I even, like, I, I did a bunch of things that I need to do, but, like, I even cooked meals that I, like, put together because Jill's birthday was during that time, and so I made her, like, a birthday dinner and all that because we're, we're stuck. Like, nothing was open. And so um, I just kind of was like, this this is this is weird, like, very COVID-esque and I I just hated every minute of it. I'll tell you that. Like I just was like, I do not like um, having to like go through that. And I don't know. Like I I've told Jill before, and I've told other people. I was like, I couldn't do it again. Like I would refuse. Yeah. It would be a fight. Like it'd be a whole fight. Like I'd probably end up in jail because I'd be like, I ain't wearing a mask. I ain't doing any of this. I I can't. I won't. Like, I refuse to bow down to this kind of mentality again. And and to be honest, if I did get COVID, like me and you thought, maybe we got symptoms of COVID, like before it was a big thing back in the day. Oh, I I know that's when I had it. Like, Looking at the symptoms and what they finally figured out with things, I know, I know that I had COVID at the beginning. I'm I'm grabbing some of my uh, some roast to order decaf roastorder.com <laughs> roastorder.com um, people and put app cubed in the coupon code. Um, real quick, I just wanted to say this because. Some people that listen to our podcast may know. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, actually. Um, Emery and Grace were supposed to go to Guatemala, and they had some political unrest at the time that they were supposed to go. And people bought roast to order coffee that um, portions of the proceeds of that were going to go to help fund that mission. I have not done anything with the money from uh, any of that from roast to order. Um, the trip is supposed to be replanned. Um, I do not know if it's going to work out for Emory and grace to go this time, but, uh, to all who have prayed for them, thought about it, um, ordered from roast to order, put F cubed in the coupon code, Thank you very much, and um, the money um, will still go to uh, Guatemala and um, 
And actually, I think the next mission field that I want to sew into is is my friend uh, who I'd love to get on our podcast, Pastor Ernie from Jesus Loves You Ministries in uh, the Philippines. But um, it was kind of like... Set it up, make it happen. It was kind of sad that they didn't weren't able to go. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was just knew that God was in it, you know, that, that it didn't work out for that time. Um, and we'll see what, what's in store for the future. With yeah. That. Well, but those are some of the kind of, that just, it got brought up again recently. So that's just something that that's, that's in another the thing that's in the, in the, that's been going on since the last we've talked. Yeah. Um, so, which is sad because I know they were excited about going and getting to do a missions trip and all that. And I don't know if Grace has ever gotten to go on a missions trip like that, but no, that was going to be the the first one, and it was just really cool that she wanted really, without to. any prompting. She was like, I, "I think I'm supposed to go." Yeah. So, well, that's well, we'll we'll just hope that they can find another one or. If it's the same one later on and all that and pray for that to happen. Yeah. Um, so on a side note, <laughs> before we get into anything else, uh, actually, no, we'll, co- we'll come back to my thought. So I really just kind of wanted to talk about like, because of what we were talking about is resilience and like the struggle of me being like, heck no, I don't want to do it again. But uh, I've been r- listening to that book, Becoming a King. And uh, I think... Like some of that, I don't know if you actually read the book yet, George. Is I've been, I've with. read, I've been reading it. I've read yeah. parts of it, and that is by Morgan Snyder. Mm-hmm. I think that's his last name. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, becoming king, and you've been reading through that because you got you've been doing fires with your youth it, guys. That starts next week, actually. So I'm trying. Oh, to, I'm trying to keep week. a okay. head and be aware of what's coming up and what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, uh, listening to it and just singing about like the kind of, you didn't get to do the podcast, which really sucked because I think we did it. I don't know if we did two times or one time, but the rise and fall of like Mars Hill was something we, a podcast. If you guys didn't listen to it, go listen to it. It was really good. Uh, I did it with Josh Witt and, George was supposed to be there, right? For that one in some case. Yeah, I can't remember I can't remember what happened, but um it was whatever. I you know, I ended up listening to it later and you guys did a really good job talking about it. Um and I I was like, okay, that every question that I would have had or thought I had about it, either you or, or Josh had spoke about it. So I thought you guys covered it the subject really well. Um, cause it was just a Mars Hill was a, that was an interesting time an interesting ministry yeah. that was going on with, uh, Mark, Mark Driscoll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, you know, it, and sometimes people, when they're thrust into ministry like that, get too big for their britches. You know, and and I and I think that's what happened to him, and and I think he 
in my perspective, he took on it as a business. It was his and not God, you know, kind of yeah. took God out of it without taking God out of it necessarily, you know? Yeah. But like a lot of the things that he says that I've heard him preach on, um, even back then when it was the ministry was going really well, I really agreed with, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, and then there was, was some, and then there's just some of the behind the scenes things that were just downright abusive. And, and I think that's where as Christians, we need as Christians, as men, we need to watch ourselves and, you know, make sure that we're not beating the sheep. Yeah. And, and like, so I was thinking about that, like, because in the book it talks about like the rise and fall of a lot of people. Like there's priests, mm -hmm. there's pastors, there's people in power mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they fall because they lust after somebody or someone or whatever it is. Like I got too much mm -hmm. power and I get to beat this person down as much as I want because I have the power to really control them. And uh, <clears throat> I think as a man, you, you want some of those qualities in your life where you're like, hey, I want control. I want to be able to, to do these things for my family and not have to worry about, like, looking at my bank account and just like, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> like, um, Right. And so, so that I feel like that's most guys' dreams is like, hey, I don't ever have to look at the bank account. Like, <laughs> I could just go do whatever. Like, oh, honey, you want to go? Go eat a fancy meal. Let's go do that. I don't have to check the bank account. Like, no worry. Um, <clears throat> but I think there's a difference in in that guy because a lot of those guys had to do things, to be honest, that stepped over somebody else. Like, like I guess it kind of goes that verse, like, uh, why do you want to gain the whole world but lose your soul? And, like, yeah, I feel like, in a way, and I'm not saying everybody, because there's there's some really smart, rich people that I know that did things the right way, didn't treat people wrong or anything, and so you can do it. But I think a lot of those guys who do fall had to really, like, smash people on the way up. Like, in Mars Hill, like, I, have, I loved a lot of his sermons. I'll be honest. Like, whenever I was listening to it, like, when in its prime, I was, I was listening to him. Like when I thought like when he wasn't, when you weren't hearing all this, like, I mean, right. When did when, that happen? You, in like 2013, 2014 is when he was in his like prime of that Mars Hill. Yeah, I think so. Like maybe, maybe, maybe it's like 20, that, 2010 to like 2014 in that area. I was listening to him and yeah. a few other people. And, uh, like, he was biblically sound in what he was saying, <clears throat> like without a doubt, like, and so go ahead. Yeah. And there was just things that through the listening to the rise and fall podcast that they did ask Mark Driscoll for comments on it. And he didn't, he did not. Yeah. Um, but many of the people that worked in the ministry with him did, and there were some things that he said that, that, 
you know, he was inspired by the Lord to say. And then when they when they basically pulled back the curtain, you know, yeah. like in the Wizard of Oz, and, and it, that it was that there was that it was manufactured that he did plan it out and and not you know and not saying that he did, wasn't hearing from God I I think I think we we do hear you know we can hear from God God puts things on our heart to say and when you look back at some things like that he did you know they had some examples of he said this was you know just inspired in the moment but then he's seeing the same exact things in the next services, which I can understand, you know, maybe it was inspired in the moment in the first service. And then you say that, you know, and then you want to continue it on in in the next service. Yeah. Um, which, you know, that it does make sense and you can point at a lot of people and pick things out and, um, you know, you can't, you need you need to be able to discern yourself and discern against scripture what that what it really is what the ministry is and take the good and and strain out the the bad and sometimes you're going to get both and i think the problem there was you know his his own arrogance his own hubris got in his way <laughs> and um and he was not uh he was not taking advice from his from elders and yeah. Yeah. And when they had even mentioned it to him, he had said, um, why would I listen to that person? My ministry is bigger than his. Oh yeah. And it was like somebody with a really big ministry too. Like he, well, he was, right. And, and a good reputation yeah. and, you know, as a solid person. So, yeah. And, you know, and the, you know, it, it just, we do need to guard our hearts and guard our, ourselves. Like, you know, people could say bad things about Billy Graham about his family, but, but they can't really say anything bad about Billy Graham. Yeah. Like nobody could really say that he did anything wrong or, or immoral, you yeah. know, what, one of the um, things that you mentioning Billy Graham that I thought of is today, like I do a jail ministry thing. And so, um, I go to me and a guy go to the jail and go over like <clears throat> different books of the Bible or whatever. And so we're in the book of Romans and we're talking about Romans nine and a guy asks the question, uh, do you think God has allows bad people just, like, and he makes it like, he basically was trying to figure out how to basically say like, does he make bad people to go to hell so that he can bring more people to him? And I almost like, it, it was a sad thought of kind of where he was going was more of like, maybe I'm supposed to be a screw up. Maybe I'm supposed to be here in jail. Maybe I'm supposed to be the bad guy because it'll bring glory to God and he can maybe save other people through me being a big screw up. Does that make sense? Like the way, it, the way yeah. it sounded no, like, yeah, saying it. It, it does. It does. And, it does make and sense. so, and, and I, so I was like, 
Well, if you look in the Bible, it actually says that Jesus wants everybody to know him and to come to know him. And that, that, that specifies everyone. Like he wants all to come to the knowledge of him. Not, not so you can go, Oh, there he is. I'm just going to be a bad guy. Cause we talked about, uh, Hitler <laughs> and he was like, well, do you think God did that? I was like, do you think God really wanted a hundred and some or a million plus Jewish people, Christian people, like other races and stuff like that to die? Like you think his plan was that as I, as all we live in a fallen world where we're, we're all broken. Uh, we have our own issues. Everybody does. And that he, he loved you enough to send Jesus to go, Hey, I know you're a script. I know you're going to mess up, (laughs) but I love you. And I want to make you right with God. Not just so you can, uh, go around messing up because we read back in Romans like seven and eight. It's like, Hey, I don't just go on sending to do it because I can No, because that's not right. That's not the way God wants us to be. He wants us to live a wholesome life. And, um, so I was like, as I get what you're saying, but I was like, I, I almost want to put some pressure on you, uh, you guys to think about this too. Like, because one of the guys is like, well, well, Hitler could have been like said a prayer and been saved, right? And I go, if you just think it's just a prayer and just some words, then you don't know what the Bible says. Because it's a change of heart. It's a change. Of, you're going right. to change. You're not just going to, hey, I said this good prayer and now I am saved. Like, it's not hell insurance. Like, you should have change in your life. Like, yes, you should want to change. God knows our hearts. You know, the, yeah. the, there's scripture that says, you know, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on our hearts. And I'm and I'm um, not saying for anybody that's listening, like if you had a family member and they're falling off a cliff and they're like, and Je- Jesus, I screwed up. I messed up. Like, please, please forgive me. And they hit the rocks. Like, I don't think God's going to be like, well, you just said some words that they might a hundred percent be fully like, I believe you. I'm sorry. I blew it. And then they're gone and in glory. Right. Like. That's not my place to judge and say, "Hey, they didn't make it." I'm not saying that. No, I. It's not. You know, it's not our place to say that. You know, to say anyone's going to hell. That's yeah. that's not our job. But it is our job to tell them how to get into heaven. Yeah. You know, and that's by believing that Jesus Christ is Lord and confessing with your mouth and confessing that with your mouth and and you will be saved. Yeah. You know. And, um, and I think to just add to that a little bit is that we can let you know that if you have no relationship with Jesus, you are going to hell. Like that's, that's your destination where you're going to, unless you change that. I'm just, just yes, to preface without, that. No, you're absolutely without Christ. And that's, you know, someone asked me that, you know, so you're saying I'm going to hell. I'm like, the only way that I'm saying that you're going to hell is if it's without Christ. Cause Yes, then yeah. w- without Christ, that is our our destination. Yeah. You know, um, but people, so many people that I I've known and been and ministered to through the years, and that have went, I you know, God can't forgive me. Yeah. Well, yeah, He can. You know, God has forgiven. Mur- you know, Paul, who wrote, you know, uh, 
very large portion of the New Testament killed Christians. Yeah. And God forgave him, you know, and he even had even said what the things I want to do, I don't do, but what I do want to do, I don't. I always get that mixed up. But but basically saying I'm trying to do good, but I don't always do good. I try not to do bad and I but I still do bad. Yeah. You know. And yeah, he's a saint. And and like look at just looking at the disciples that you know Jesus had. You know, Matthew was a tax collector, hated among his own people. Peter was a fisherman and had anger issues, you know. <laughs> um it, like that's just that's just two of his disciples, but just, just you know, I I think it's such a picture of how God wants all of us, yeah, in our whatever that may be, um, to share our to share our faith and share our love with others, and yeah, you know, my story, like we've said many times on the podcast, my story is going to be able to touch someone's life where maybe Jacob's story wouldn't and vice versa. You know, you know, we've had people on the podcast that I know they're going to minister to people that I could never minister to. Yeah. Um, and, that, and I think it's just, that's beautiful how God has created us as a body like that too, because we are so different. We're not cookie yeah. cutters. We're not, we don't fit in, you know, a, a a perfect mold, and well, now I'm a Christian, so now I've got to do this, and I've got to do that, and I've got to look this way, and I've got to have this hairstyle, and I've got to wear <laughs> this suit, you know, and yeah. and some people are like that, you know, like okay, now now that you're following God, you have to look this certain way, and that's not how God looks at us, you know. There's a a very big church here in Utah that they that that's kind of how they go, you know. That well, you've got to you've got to have the certain look in order so people know that you're, you know, you're part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I don't think that's what God intended. Otherwise, He wouldn't have had so many different people. Yeah. And what, oh I wanted to I wanted to like swing back to resilience though. Yeah. Because I was listening to uh the Wild at Heart podcast and John Eldridge was talking to his co host, I I can't remember his name, Alan something. And they were talking about consecrating the new year and they did it before the new year. They, you know, had a, a new year podcast and um, just consecrating yourself, consecrating the new year, consecrating your family to the Lord, um, which consecrating means setting apart yeah. to the Lord. And um, when John Eldridge was asked, you know, what do you, you know, basically not really what your is your new year's resolution, but what are you looking at for into this new year? And he said that he wasn't ready yet. And I was like, Oh man, I feel that yeah. I'm not ready for this 
new year and I'm not ready for a new year, new me. I I've really felt God has had me in a, a resting place, Yeah, you know, and, um, and, and not just resting and I'm going to sit in front of the TV. No, but resting in him and spending time and, and worship and, you know, just really and digging into the word. And I haven't even done any TikToks or anything lately. Um, haven't even really looked at TikTok much. Um, just because I, I don't want to be totally distracted. You know, yeah. I want to. And when I do TikToks, I usually do. You know, I'll read a scripture and and share that. And yeah, um, I do want to get back into that, but it's it's kind of been on hold. You know. Yeah. And and. And like even the podcast, we've kind of been on hold and I think yeah. that's okay. But I, I think, you know, springtime is coming and, uh, which after this past couple of weeks, it's kind of hard <laughs> to believe. Yeah. I mean, Alabama having not being able to go anywhere because of the ice storms and, yeah, you know, I think we need to, you know, maybe we need to take a look at that and go. You know, you're going, oh, I, I don't, I can't handle this. And, yeah. But maybe God's just saying, hey, you need to slow down and rest a minute because it's yeah. about to get really busy. Yeah. You know, and I, and that's kind of how I felt like the Lord saying, you need to rest. You need to rest in me. Like yeah. that's, that's been the biggest thing. You need to rest in me because it's about to get really busy. And I'm yeah. like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I, I hope that this year we can do podcasts on the regular, on the weekly kind of thing again, and really just and get I, into it. And I it. think and, that's part of that. Yeah, you know, I think that's that is part of the because I, know, I hey, feel you're like going to be hitting the ground running. I already, I already have at least two guests lined up that are going to be coming in the next couple weeks, and. uh if you guys don't remember her, her name's Carissa. She, me and her talked a couple, probably like a month or two ago, and really just talked about her journey because she's the one who almost transitioned to a male from a female and uh, had all that stuff happen. And then uh, really just somebody, I, and I don't know the whole story yet. I purposely didn't ask because I'm like, all I know is that she's back. She's back working at a church. Um, she She's under a good foundation, a good pastor who's like, hey, you may have thoughts, you may have urges and all that, but you you don't let those dictate what the Bible says. You can't manipulate the Bible to say what you want it to say. And, uh, right. So somebody in her life, and this is just important for whoever is listening, if you have somebody in your life speaking into your life that isn't speaking life into you, that's probably the wrong person to have in your life. Because if you're just sitting there going, hey, um, yeah, like if, if George just pumped me up because I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to 
I'm going to go rob a place. And he's like, yeah, man, that's so great. Like, I'm what kind of friend is you. that? <laughs> yeah, like, or I'll come help you. A bunch of dummies we are. And so, um, but I mean, I'm, I'm saying. Robert says to stay away from that person. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I, I mean, this, this was even kind of correlates with the jail is that um, I was talking about like who you're around is like, I can tell you who you are by who you're around. Like, and that's for anybody. If I see you with a bunch of bad guys and you're cussing it up and doing all that stuff, you're just like them. But there is a difference. I want to just specify that because there are people who are called to go to the bars and tell people about Jesus and mingle with them. Just like Jesus is called a drunkard when he was hanging out with people around there. And he's like, I'm, right. what are you talking about? <laughs> and like, I mean, to be honest, the people judging him, guess who they were? The Pharisees. I'm like, I was like, Jesus called. He didn't call a prostitute a prostitute. He didn't say, hey, you, 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 you are a dirty, dirty girl or anything like that. Or like, hey, you're a terrible guy or anything like that to these people. And he'd say, hey, I know that's not your husband. And the guy you're living with isn't your husband, <laughs> like all this stuff. But he goes, I'll give you eternal life. Go sin no more. But he called mm. Pharisees whitewashed tombs, vipers, like all this stuff. And you're yeah. like, those yeah. were religious people who were like, I know the Bible better than you. Mm-mm-mm. And you're like, shut up. But like, and we do that so like, you know, when I when I look at the different TikToks of talking about different churches and I'm a cessationist and we follow Calvin or, you know, uh, I don't even know if Calvin would follow Calvin. Let's be honest. (laughs) I'm just being real. But I, you know, it's like, okay, go ahead. Spout Calvin. What does the Bible say? That's what I want to know. I want to, you know, speak the word, speak the truth and love. And should we be, um, Bold? should we be tearing one another down? No, no, absolutely not. We should be building one another up and it shouldn't matter what, uh, congregation you belong to. You believe in Christ. You believe that he, you know, he died on the cross for you. Yeah. And, uh, forgives you of your sins. Okay, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do have to say this about the, you know, the, the LDS that I see around here. They do stick together. Yeah, you know. Well, I and mean, to be to be honest, of, go ahead. Sorry. And a lot of Christian churches don't because, oh, you're you're non denom. What is that one? Are you? Are you Bethel non non or you Hillsong non non? <laughs> oh yeah, are you Bethel non or Hillsong? Or are you East I, I don't want to be non-denom. part of a denomination, so I'm going to create a new do- denomination of non denomination. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite is when I, a guy I asked. He's he, I was like, "What denomination are you?" And he goes, "I'm uh, I'm not a don- denomination." I was like, he's all, "I'm a non." denomination and i'm all that is a dominant denomination. denomination and he was like no it's not i'm like look it up it is 
because I go to one of those. Um, and so, but like in general, I think the problem is, to be honest, is if you took the Bible for what it says, you would see things that aren't through the lens of your denomination. If you just were like, hey, yeah. Holy Spirit, I'm going to take you for this. I'm not going to look through Calvin's eyes or John MacArthur's or Baptist's or non-denominational or Methodist's or whatever. I'm Tumblies just going to. Yeah. I'm just going to. Episcopalians. Who, you, did you did what, what to your Episcopalians? <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> both those at the same time. Uh, but like I, <laughs> you pissed in your what? <laughs> um, and so I. <laughs> Explicit. Oh, hang on. I don't know if that the button even exists. What's, what's playing right now? I think I hit something. Maybe. I don't know if it's playing. Oh, no, I didn't hit anything. All right, let's see. How do you, how do you, how do you change this? I'm a little behind here, people. I know. Jacob, get on the right one. Let's see. Let's see. Explicit. Explicit. There it was. Uh, but... So I just definitely am like, what is this button? Oh, that's what it is. So when George is saying something, he's all, hey, I think you're a, I can push that button and then add explicit, explicit. Boom. Now I got that covered. Okay. That's that. What is this? Oh, okay. Those, those, are, those are our intros. My bad. Sorry, everybody. Just testing out new buttons. If you give a mouse a cookie, if you give Jacob the keys in front of him. Yeah. He's going to touch him. Well, you, you son of a. And I thought you. Yeah. My bad. I didn't say any cuss words, people. And if you thought I did, well, you can go ahead and. That's right. That's right. I said it. I'll say it again. You. Yeah. So. That's how it goes. Um, and so back to the real stuff. Um, and so I, I just was like, um, I don't know. Like, I just felt like, so we, with resilience and what we're talking about is that just like, if you are seeking God and like really chasing after God and you're putting the right people around you that are chasing after God too, then you, it's a different atmosphere. It's a different attitude. It's a different um, position you're in because you're not going to really be in is. the same spot if you're like, hey, I'm hanging out with a bunch of people that hate God like, or a bunch of people that don't know God. And, I mean, this is the hardest thing for even, like, as a youth pastor telling kids, like, come on. Like, you can't, like, you can't just hang out with them. The problem is, is I get it. Like, but I was a different breed than some of those kids. Like when I was in high school, I had friends that were atheists, but I hung out. I, I was, so my freshman year, I hung out with a lot of different people, but there are people that said they're a Christian that were like cussing and doing all sorts of stuff and all that. And like, I like even like the, like the kid that I was like, Oh man, he's a real deal. And all that, um, he was like cussing galore, and I'm like, oh, come on, man! Not the same that that doesn't make you a Christian. It's just he just didn't seem authentic, if that makes sense. And so um, I was like, uh, I, you know, and I, I mean, 
sometimes I've got a potty mouth, and I'm I'm gonna admit that. And uh, I really try not to, you know. Um, sometimes it does happen, and I don't, you know. And I do, you know. I'm like, Lord, forgive me for that. But I, you know, there can be people that they may not cuss, yeah, but they are the most negative Christian that you could ever be around. And it's like, really, you have no joy of the Lord. And yeah, yeah no but I don't cuss. <laughs> yeah. I don't cuss. You You're know? miserable. Like, to me, that, that doesn't, you know, like, just because you don't do this one thing. Yeah. You know, I may not, you know, I may not cuss. Yeah. But I, I just said that that, you know, person was an idiot. Yeah. Or, and, you know, and, and that's just, to me, that's just as bad. We're not like, we're not, you know, just because we don't cuss or we don't do this, we, we shouldn't be elevating our, yeah. you know, I'm superior. Above, well, I'm better than you because I don't do yeah. that. Yeah. My, but I just saw you do this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you so, said, so my example at the time was I was trying to live like a more on fire life for God. Like I went to acquire the fire, mm. Uh, if you know what that is, you know, it's good. Uh, at the time it was, uh, yeah, it does. Uh, not really. How dare you? It wasn't that long ago. It was only like, uh, I don't it know. was, it was like I 20 was, years so ago. First, yeah. Just 20 years ago. The first acquire the fire that I went to was, yeah. Oh shoot. Like almost 30 years ago. Well, that's 51. And I was like, and I was probably like between 21 and 25 i went when i was like when I went 14 was and i went i went as a youth leader i went i, I had never youth. been to as a in a as a youth and going to youth group i had never been to one of those things <laughs> i uh i kind of was the kid that snuck in the back door and went out the side door you're that go kid. do other things. So <laughs> I was that kid. So so with what I was saying is like I I didn't have friends that like even like in middle school I really didn't have Christian friends. Um, I got to high school. I met my my friend Andrew, who's been on this podcast before, um, and me and him hit it off. He got saved. Me and him were like best friends, where we we're basically the only like two guys on the football team who. We're really chasing after Jesus. Not saying that other people may have been. I just don't know. They just didn't seem like they were. Like their fruits weren't showing that. Um, right. And so, like, we weren't cussing. We weren't doing anything everybody else was doing. We, we were never even invited to the parties because they were like, they won't ever go. You're right. I won't. <laughs> I won't go to your party. And so, um, we, and it wasn't because I was like, oh, I'm better than you. Because, like, we had other friends that weren't saved that did go to parties and we'd end, we'd end up with them and then have to like drag them out because we're like, this is stupid. Like, what are you doing? Like the things you're doing are going to get you in trouble. And me and Andrew were like, we don't want to get in trouble. We're on the football team. <laughs> like we're going to state this yeah. year. Like there's no way we can get in trouble. And so like all this stuff and, um, uh, and like, but I had those atheist friends, but we, to be honest, me and Andrew together, like a good friend together that holds you accountable and all that you can be around those people and then bring them in because all of a sudden our, it just was me and Andrew going to our youth group 
And by like our senior year, we had like 15 to 20 other people from not only my high school, but our friend group coming to youth just in our group because I'd invite somebody and then they'd be like, well, I don't know about this God thing. And then they go and all of a sudden, like I had friends that were helping in the sound booth and doing all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, this is wild. Like, <laughs> like God, what are you doing? Yeah. And so like all these guys, and then even when we left, a lot of them still kept going. And that's how, you know, like, Hey, it wasn't just because me and Andrew, cause me and Andrew left to go to Bible college. And so it matters who you put around you because if they're not speaking life into you, they're speaking death. And so, mm. um, or they're just letting you fall on your face and like, it's fine. Like, I mean, for instance, today, um, there's an issue with some stuff at the church and, uh, I just really wanted to help the associate pastor, like, cause to problem solve some of the issues. So I called some friends and like, like, like I said, I have good friends that I'm starting to like meet around this area and stuff. And all of a sudden like, bro, I got you. Let me, let me call some people. And all of a sudden I get a phone call. This guy's like, oh, yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll do a great deal. And I'm like, what? Like, thanks man. I'll tell them. And so like, I have things lined up if we need it. Like, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not just because I want to kiss his butt or anything. Cause I can care less. <laughs> like, But I'm like, I'm all people. If you know me, if you actually know me in real life and not on this podcast, like George knows me in real life, like I'm not a butt kisser. Like I, I'll like if I no, but and and I'm not either. And it, it's you know, and I and I don't, I just don't respect that because to me it's just lip service. If you're yeah, you know, if you're saying that I'm like I, I you, I mean, you know this. I will tell someone if I if I am available to help you out, I will help you out. Yeah, you know, and if and if it's and if it's not something that I can do, if I can find someone that can do it, then I'll do that. You know, yeah. But I'm not doing it to you know make you think any better of me. No, I'm doing it because I'm being a genuine person friend. that wants yeah. to help. You know, and a genuine friend and. You know, like I, I have a coworker that uh, I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to minister to him, talk to him a little bit about the Lord, and and um, it, like there's just, you know, sometimes you just need some encouragement, and I, I see that with so many people, and really a lot with, with truck drivers, because uh, you know I'm a truck driver, and I see a lot of other truck drivers that. It's a lot of times it's a thankless job, you know, and a lot of times they're getting yelled at by people and getting cut off in traffic and not really respected. And sometimes they just need someone to, you know, be kind to them, a friendly, you know, a friendly, a friendly face. face. And, yeah. And that could just change someone's entire day. Yeah. Just, just by giving them a smile, being kind. And I'm not doing it just to, I don't know. Yeah. For any accolades, I'm just doing it to, Hey, if I can put a a smile on somebody's face, that's going to, that makes me feel better. And I, and I know it makes them feel better and I could just change their entire perspective. Yeah. You know, and, and if you're walking around all gloomy, grumpy Gus, but you know, I'm 
uh, the grace of God, I'm saved, but you know, I just spit <laughs> on my dog. No, I'm just, like, I don't like, I don't know. Like the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? And sometimes I'm not always feeling joyful, but when I, when I seek God and his strength, his power, then, then I do have that joy and joy doesn't mean just happy, happy, happy. Joy is something that comes from the, the inside it comes from the, the deep almost, you know? Yeah. Jacob's looking something up. I am. Oh, I couldn't find it. Um, but I I agree with you that like there was so today even there's a lady who was at the food place we're eating out with uh where I was eating food with the guy who I do jail ministry with, and uh me and him were talking and all of a sudden this lady goes, Oh Lord, oh Lord, and like runs around the restaurant and looks and I'm like, What is going on? So she runs outside, and I see her like run down the street and all of a sudden I see her with like an envelope. And, uh, my first thought was because she said like, Oh Lord, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, like something like that. And a little bit of me wanted to tell her like, Oh, did you thank him after you found that? And I was like, that would, <laughs> that would have came <laughs> off wrong. But I kind of was like irritated that she was just like flying off at it. And then I just felt like the Holy spirit just like, Leave me to ask her, hey, are you okay? And she goes, oh, yes, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I just knew you you're worried about something. And she goes, oh, I dropped something, but luckily I found it. And I was like, well, thank God, huh? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't saying that, like, sarcastically or meanly. I was like, thank God, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, he's good. And she goes, yes, sir, he is. And, like, uh, the guy I was with is like, he goes, I like, I like, he goes, I like that you actually asked her. Cause he goes, I guarantee nobody else asked her in the whole restaurant. There's probably like 10 or 15 people that heard her say that and like freak out. And I was like, well, I was like, I just, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, I wasn't trying to be sarcastic in my head. I wanted to be like, you need to thank God. But think about like, if you would have think about how that whole if you would have done that, how that yeah. whole conversation, whole thing could have changed and, and turned into a, a negative. Yeah. When we just throw our own judgment on that. Like, I don't know. I, I had um, one of our, one of my pastors in the past, you know, in the past say, why are we expecting non-Christians to act like Christians? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You know, we, we do, you know, we hear people cuss or, you know, or just, just be outright mean. And I mean, maybe they are, maybe they are a Christian and they, and they need some help. <laughs> They're working but, through it. Right. You know, but, uh, you know, cause yeah, sometimes, you know, I have, I you try to be days. really kind and then some, sometimes I'm a Karen, <laughs> it's a Chad or, or, a, <laughs> or Linda. Like that. a Linda, yeah. listen, Linda. Uh, but I'm yeah, Dave. I'm, no. I'm Carl. Carl, that's, 
I said that to, I think I said that to my cousin David. I, I said, someone was like, "What's the male version of of a uh, Karen?" It's it's Dave, isn't it? <laughs> so I had to send that to him. Look, it is not. <laughs> it is not David Chuck. Um, it's but, Chuck. <laughs> but <laughs> I made that up. I don't know what it is. Um, but like, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, but the, that reminded me before because we're probably going to have to wrap this up in a few minutes. Um, but like that reminded me. There's a pastor that I talked to. And like he he told this story, but like I know this pastor because he he worked at the school I went to Bible college at and all that, and we talked multiple times. And uh, he was telling a story about like how he went to like a revival meeting, which I just want to like say this as a sidestep real quick. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't hear a lot about that. Like, hey, we're doing a whole like week long meeting, like at this church or this church is doing a lot. Like I don't hear that as much as like you hear. And then all these old time pastors and stuff that are like, Hey, there was a meeting. Like if there was a meeting, I'd go there. And I'm like, now it's like everybody just does Wednesday and Sunday. And that's about all I hear. And I'm like, I'd be intrigued or want to go to other places. If I knew, Hey, what's happening. Let me go check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, there used to be like the, I, you know, the, uh, there was even a band called Big Tent Revival. Yeah. Because there used to be, you know, churches would have a, you know, they'd set up a big tent in their parking lot or whatever. So it could hold more people than their church could or whatever. And, and, uh, have a, a week long, uh, prayer service, Bible study, you know, preaching the gospel. And I know that it still kind of goes on, but probably don't hear as much of it anymore since, well, since Billy Graham stopped doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like um, well, you, you hear about you that. You do that, have some, or like yeah. you have like, like, you know, we were talking about acquire the fire or, um, you know, things like that where it's a few days and, uh, it's a few days like youth kind of revival, I guess you would call it, you know, um, breathing life back into the church or the youth kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, you really don't. Yeah. We had a praise in the park here that I, I wasn't able to go to, but Emery went and she said that it was really cool to see all these different churches get together and, and get together and worship. But the thing that she was upset about is that you could tell the different congregations almost by where they sat and like if their worship band was up singing then they would then they would be up and, and yeah. singing along but if it wasn't their worship band then they would sit down that yeah I, I was just like that I don't why are we doing that like we don't need to be beating each other up like even like that like we're supposed to be all united in Christ yeah. So why are why are we not? 
You know what? I you would know. have been intrigued in because I went to that at the Capitol like once or twice, and our church mm-hmm. actually did it. And uh, I thought of it then, but I never talked to the like worship pastor or anything about it. But I was like, why wouldn't you guys intermix? Like, do a song right. with all of you together, a few. Just hey, let's let's do something cool. Let's let's all yeah. group up together and uh, do this together. And so I just was like, that'd be pretty sweet if you all did it together and uh, like did the song. But uh, what was I trying to get to? It was before I forget. It was what? What were we talking about before? Oh, that pastor. So he went to all those revivals and stuff like that. And so they did that stuff. And uh, he really felt God like the Holy Spirit like fall on him. And he is like, man, it's such a good time. I was worshiping for hours. And I left and I'm driving and uh, we go to this like four-way stop and this car's facing me and I'm facing them. And I'm like, this guy's staring at me like across the way. He goes, he could see, he's all, I could see him staring at me like, what is he doing? Like leaning forward in his car, like looking over the wheel, like what is with that guy and staring at him. And he goes, I like, I like me mugged him, like chest punched at him. Like what man? Why, why are you looking at me punk? And then he goes, I felt instantly convicted. Cause he goes, you, he, uh, he, he looked in the, the mirror and he was like glowing ish. Like he was like, I yeah. was like, he goes, I was glowing. Cause I was in the, like, like in the presence of God at the moment. And God goes, what are you doing? He sees me. And like, he like, right. was like, Oh, like he's like, Oh man, <laughs> like I feel horrible. And he's like, I drove off like with my tail between my legs but he was like, I was convicted. I wasn't condemned. I was convicted just so people weren't like, oh, well, that was the devil. He goes, nah, I was convicted. Like, I shouldn't have acted that way because I was in the presence of God and he was seeing it. And, like, he's like, yeah. it was just one of those moments. And so knowing that you can be, like, even I, <laughs> my kids laugh but I wave at random people all the time. And I used to do it in Utah <laughs> all the time. It's like my favorite thing to do. And they're like, why do you wave at people? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of these people will be like, if somebody will wave at me, God, I will not end my life. And all of a sudden I honk and go, yeah. hi. And they're like, who was that? Wait a minute. You do care about me, God. And I'm all, if yeah. I could be a glimpse of that and it's just with a high, like, why not? Like, I mean, I talked to, I'll talk to random people. Like I stopped and talked to a, a guy like that was on this weird road here. And I was like, Hey man, I love your dog. Cause he had like this beautiful German shepherd and he goes, Oh yeah. And me and him talked about his dog for a little bit. And he goes, Hey man, like nobody ever talks to me. Thanks for talking to me. And that was it. Like, and I see him now again, and he yeah, waves at me. Cool. Like he's all excited, and if I can stop and talk to him, I will. And so, it's just one of those things that, like, sometimes he's like across the field, and I'm like, I can't get over there. <laughs> but, but like, in general, you can be a reflection of Christ, and that's what we're supposed to be. And so, yeah, yeah. Did you were you looking up a Bible verse earlier? I was because we were talking about. Um the becoming a king with Morgan Snyder 
his his book. Yeah, and um, and we're talking a little bit about the the fires, and um, the next one I'm going to do is on my birthday, on January 30th. Um, woo woo! He's going to be 53, 51, 55. There we go. Up here. <laughs> That's why I think of that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, and you and you just had a birthday recently, and yeah, Jill had a birthday recently. Yeah, we're January Happy babies, birthday. all of us. Yeah. Happy birthday, January babies. Yeah, and the name is right right after uh, in February. Right after me in February, February second. And it was close. Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Let's see if that stupid thing sees its shadow. <laughs> stupid groundhog. Um so we'll be talking about that next week. So um what I've been sharing and oh no, uh, two weeks. At at the fires is um Proverbs thirty one verses one through one through nine. And I had I had taught on this years ago, you know, and I did it for a men's breakfast. And I said, you know, I'm gonna talk about a Proverbs 31 man. And one of the guys was like, the chapters for women. And no, like, yeah, that's where you're wrong. You know, and I said that you know, you should have been like that. That's, that's where these you're guys. stupid. And they were like, no, that's not. You know, that's not for women. Yeah, yeah, women can take a lot, glean a lot from it, but it, when you read it, it says, um, I'm just going to read 31 verses, Proverbs 31 verses 1 through 9. All right. These are the sayings of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. Oh, my son, oh, son of my womb, oh, son of my promises, do not spend your strength on women, on those who ruin kings. And it is not for kings, O oh Lemuel, to guzzle wine. Rulers should not crave liquor, for if they drink, they may forget their duties and be unable to give justice to those who are oppressed. Liquor is for the dying and wine for those in deep depression. Let them drink to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Ensure justice for those who are, who are perishing. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. And, you know, I know it probably doesn't get said as much anymore, but men go, I'm the king of my castle. Yeah. Well, what is a king? You know, when you look at that, that's, you know, that's a pretty big responsibility. Speak for those that cannot speak for themselves, you know, be helpful to other people, be a good leader, you know? Yeah. Um, And don't, let the the lusts of the flesh drag you down, basically, and so like I, you know, when we're talking about the becoming a king. Like, what does that entail? Well, I think part of it is that, and and like, we want that, you know, as men, like you were saying, we want to be able to, um, you know, go out to eat at a fancy restaurant, and not worry about looking at the bank account or, or just you know. Ha- just be able to have that, you know, not worry about stuff, but yeah, really, you know, that, that, and that's a great, 
thing to, to search after is to be able to have enough wealth to be able to, to hopefully do what God wants you to do. Yeah. You no. Know, and um, I mean, like be able to have the freedom to do whatever God is asking you to do financially or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But really, if we want to become a king, if we want to have that mantle, so to speak, as man, be, man being a, the the king, the head over a household, we really have to make what we do around our house intentional. Yeah. So. Well, with that, I will pray us out of the podcast. All right. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you're doing in our life. Thank you, God, for blessing George and Anne-Marie and Grace and Trinity and Joshua and Zachary, Father God, and that you just guide them and lead them, Father God. Thank you, God, for uh, my family, God, that you protect my girls and my son, Father God, and that you protect Jill on her everyday work, God, and that you lead us and guide us and uh, you lead us to what you want us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you, God, for all the listeners. Okay.